December 4th. Our reading in the New Testament today will be from the book of 1 John, chapter 4, verses 1 through 21. Love is evidence of salvation. If you're born of God through faith in Jesus Christ, you have His nature within. Now since God is love, His children who have His nature should also manifest His love. The children, in other words, should be like the Father. Our love for others makes God's love real and visible to them, so we can better witness to them about Christ. Now, it also makes uh, God real and personal to us. The merely reading in the Bible about God's love is not enough, is it? Now, seek to experience that love in your heart by sharing it with others. That's like priming the pump. That's how we get the love out. Just as truth is victorious over lies, love is victorious over fear. As you mature in your love for God, you realize that you have nothing to fear, for your Father has everything under control. You trust those you love, right? And faith and love will give victory over fear. And now let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. December 4th, 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 21. Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God. For there are many false prophets in the world. This is the way to find out if they have the Spirit of God. If a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ became a human being, that person has the Spirit of God. If a prophet does not acknowledge Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has the spirit of the Antichrist. You have heard that he is going to come into the world, and he is already here. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won your fight with these false prophets, because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. These people belong to this world, so they speak from the world's viewpoint, and the world listens to them. But we belong to God. That is why those who know God listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. That is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth or the spirit of deception. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is born of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much He loved us by sending His only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. This is real love. It is not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God. But if we love each other, God lives in us, and His love has been brought to full expression through us. And God has given us His Spirit as proof that we live in Him and He in us. Furthermore, 
we have seen with our own eyes, and now testify that the Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. All who proclaim that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in Him. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face Him with confidence, because we are like Christ here in this world. Such love has no fear, because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of judgment, and this shows that His love has not been perfected in us. We love each other as a result of His loving us first. If someone says, I love God, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God, whom we have not seen? And God Himself has commanded that we must love not only Him, but our Christian brothers and sisters too. The gospel is the good news. It's the good news about God sending His Son Jesus, who came to triumph in this life. Who came to live a sinless life, a perfect life, a selfless life. And then he would give his life as a sacrifice on the cross. But he did not just die. He rose again on the third day. Resurrection is what makes the news good. This is not some divine duel where God and Satan are punching it out and we're in the stands hoping that our God will win. When you consider the magnitude and majesty of our omnipotent, all-powerful God, it is impossible to make Satan small enough. It is impossible! We keep preaching the victorious champion that our King Jesus really is. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Jesus is the victorious King of Ages. Hello. I'm Derek Harris I'm from Akron, Ohio. Um, I've been here at the refuge for two weeks, um, going into my third week tomorrow. Um, before I got to the refuge, I was um, in treatment for going on two months. And after 
the treatment was over, I wanted to go to a, a sober living or just a longer, just longer process of me being able to stay sober and find God. Um, when I began to look for places, nothing really came up. Nothing was nothing. I was like, I was, I wasn't able to do anything pretty much. So I went back home. Um, my sister-in-law, she had a meeting with, with someone about her business and the lady had, uh, I guess, ulterior motives about other things and they didn't have nothing in common. So the meeting was kind of pointless, but she told her about a place that her husband was at the refuge and she told me about it. So I looked it up and I did some research and found out it was a good place to go. Um, when I got to the orientation, I seen a whole bunch of guys. I was just happy. You can see the joy in their face. You can see that God's working for them. You can see that they want God to work for them, the love that they have for God. It was unexplainable. You know, I've seen it before, but this was different. They had a drive that they wanted more of it. They wanted more of him. And when I was there, I wanted to be a part of it. In my orientation, it kind of turned in from me being interviewed to me interviewing them, you know, because I wanted it so bad. I kind of was convinced uh, the day of the orientation, he was supposed to be there at 3.30. I was there at 12. <laughs> yeah. When I got to the farm after I was accepted, um, I met four of the best guys I ever met in my life, honestly. They cared about me before I even got out the van. You normally don't see that. Many people don't care about you. Definitely when they find out what you was about before you try to change your life. Um, for those two weeks, I wasn't accepting to nothing. I really didn't want to listen to what other people was telling me, how they was telling me. I wanted to read the Bible, and that was it, honestly. But... Actually having conversations with people, actually talking to people that actually care, change your perspective on how you want to learn the Bible. Because in order to become close to Jesus, you have to want to walk with him, walk like him, love like him, think like him, you know. And that's what day one to now has been. Has it been easy? Has it been hard either though? I'm very thankful for a refuge. Psalm 123, verses 1 through 4. We'll see that uh, throughout their history, the Jews have often had to endure the scorn and contempt of their enemies. The world does not love God's people. As we make our way on the narrow road that leads to Zion, we run up against the crowd going in the other direction. No wonder there's a clash. What do we do? Well, number one, as we'll read here in this psalm, we look to God's heaven. If you look at the enemy, you'll get discouraged. So look by faith to the God of the universe who reigns in heaven. Psalm 121 shows you how. That's a good one to always reread. Look to God's hand. That's number two. 
He is the master. We're the servants. And he tenderly cares for his own. Just be sure your ears are open to whatever orders your master wants to give to you. And finally, number three, look for his help. Adequate mercy is available for you when your heart is filled with pain. Let God's words of strength drown out the enemy's words of scorn. Psalm 123, verses 1 through 4, a song for the ascent to Jerusalem. I lift my eyes to you, O God, enthroned in heaven. We look to the Lord our God for his mercy. Just as servants keep their eyes on their master, as a slave girl watches her mistress for the slightest signal. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. For we have had our fill of contempt. We have had our fill of the scoffing of the proud and the contempt of the arrogant. Proverbs 29, verses 2 through 4. When the godly are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in power, they groan. The man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father. But if he hangs around with prostitutes, his health is wasted. A just king gives stability to his nation, but one who demands bribes destroys it.